I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. This next conversation uh, caught me off guard a few weeks ago. I have become accustomed to, uh, you know, the surprises presented to us by the coronavirus and how it has impacted every aspect of our lives. I almost said almost, but no, that's not the case. It has found a way to have uh, an impact on every single facet of our lives, the way we travel the way we work, the way we recreate, the way we do business, the way we visit and interact with our family members and our friends and our coworkers and our colleagues. Everything is upended. The world is different now, and it is due to this virus. And as the days tick by, as you heard yesterday, we had some conversations with the Kidney Foundation. There are uh, kidney patients who are being disproportionately impacted uh, by this virus, and the disproportionate impact uh, is seen everywhere. There was a story on KSL television earlier in the month. It was put together by Lad Egan, and it featured uh, a coworker of ours here at KSL, Robin Garfield. She uh, is a KSL News Radio producer. Uh, works on Fridays uh, with uh, the great Doug Wright uh, as they put together the movie show. And she shared uh, much of how the pandemic has changed her life, and how when everything shut down, uh, her life got turned upside down. It just turned everything upside down overnight. It was an overnight scramble that was almost impossible to do. So I I had to call into work that day and say, I'm so sorry, my kids are home. It all fell on me to either find childcare or quit my job or change my hours or something. During that TV package, the story, KSL Television's Lad Egan uh, reporter, he spoke with Natalie Gawkner. That's a name you know. Uh, she, the director of the Kemsey Gardner Policy Institute at the University of Utah, talked specifically about how the pandemic has impacted women. Normally, it's the men who are hit so hard in a recession, and in this one, it appears to be the women. An economic shock happened, and the economy, the ground, just fell out from underneath us. She continues and says, though, it's not just women. Now, I want to be really clear. Men do these things as well. But the research would show that women have taken a larger burden of some of the things inside the home, and we are all inside our homes right now. How about the plight of the women-owned businesses? There are certain traits uh, that have made many of those businesses more vulnerable to the impact of the coronavirus. And to help us uh, get uh, a better understanding of what is happening uh, and what can be done to prevent it, and to explain exactly what it means uh, to talk about a pink recession. Uh, welcome to the program, the owner of Minnows, uh, Megan Burchard. Uh, Megan, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Th- thanks for having me, Lee. No, oh, thank you. Thanks for making yourself uh, available. Talk to me about how businesses owned by women have been impacted by the pandemic. Sure, of course. Obviously, COVID's impacted a lot of businesses, but women-owned businesses in particular have been hit really hard. You know, you think of some of the uh, businesses women own, like boutiques and salons and that that sort of thing. They really aren't deemed as essential as others. So we've all had to kind of come up with some really creative options to keep our businesses going. 
Uh, Megan, you you are the owner of Minnows. Uh, you're there in Kimball Junction. You, you sell uh, clothing for babies and kids and moms. And yes. there's all kinds of great stuff. T- talk to me about how you have been impacted. Sure, of course. Um, obviously, we were shut down for a few months back in March. And um, like I mentioned, it really forced us to have to adapt and kind of implement some new tactics to keep people engaged and um, shopping in our store. Um, we are completely shoppable online. Our, our website's shopminnows.com. So that has been really, uh, really important for um, keeping us alive. We've also offered uh, some local delivery and free shipping. We do personal shopping appointments. Um, we do Facebook, FaceTime shopping events if people don't want to come in. Just kind of anything we can do to get people engaged and continue to get them um, shopping at our store. In, based on your experience and your observations and the unfortunate realities of this nasty virus, you have kind of come up with some, would you call them tips or, or bits of advice that which could be applied to, to other businesses in similar circumstances as yours uh, so as to best safeguard themselves against, the, uh, against the, the damaging effects of the virus? Sure. I mean, obviously, it's kind of hard for everyone. And, um, you know, I'm in, I'm in one I am a boutique and I can't really speak um, for others, but what's helped me is really being interactive on Instagram. Um, we're at Minnows Kids for anyone that wants to follow us. Um, that's kind of been the most instrumental part of us getting customers to our website. And um, there's actually a shoppable function now uh, that has helped us a ton. Um, so I would, I would recommend definitely um, getting onto Instagram, uh, helping, um, What's helped us a lot is having people tag us, um, whether it's in a Minnows outfit that you've bought or if you are you see one of our posts and think your sister-in-law might like the outfit, um, tagging her in our post has been um, so helpful. I mean, every tag is a potential sale for us, and that is how we make our money. Um, I'm trying to think what else, how else to help other businesses, but for, for us, the biggest part has been shopping online and our social media. Do you, do you think that this ends up reinventing your business model or is this a waiting game? And as soon as, uh, you know, we're able to return to some semblance of normalcy, do we go back to do you and other women and all business owners uh, get to return to some semblance of normalcy? Or have we discovered mm-hmm. like new efficiencies and new uh, uh-huh. you know ways to be profitable? Right. That's a good question. I actually uh, I think just because we had to jump into this and change as quickly as possible with the times. Um, I think we kind of reinvented a new efficiency, to be honest. I can, I, I mean, I'm sure people really in, love coming in and feeling the clothes and having the social interaction. But I think another great aspect of it is, you know, moms are busy. Um, people don't have time to get gifts for people. And um, it's really convenient just calling and, uh, you know, getting some options for me, having me put together a gift for you, wrap it up and send it, yeah. or, you know, sending a box of clothes to your house where your kid can try them on and then you send back what you don't want. It's just, it's it's turning into kind of a more convenient situation if you want that. And I think even, even when COVID uh, blows over, um, I think we'll still see these kind of efficient ways of doing business. Yeah. Uh, Megan Bertrand, thank you so much. Again, the owner of Minnows talking to us about uh, what we're observing as a, a pink recession, a disproportionately high impact on uh, women-owned businesses, 
uh, and women in general by this pandemic. Thanks again for your time and best of luck to you. Thank you. Uh, Before we go to break, let me uh, speak to the gentleman out there listening. What we have learned with this story is that women are bearing a disproportionately high burden when it comes to uh, the things in the home as they try to balance uh, home life with work life. Uh, We are shirking our duty, men. Uh, We need to step it up. Uh, I am I am guilty myself, uh, but if we were able to to step it up a little bit and help out, the, the disproportionality of this impact may be, uh, may be uh, suppressed a little bit. Let's do what we can to help out. We're going to take a quick break here. When we return, I want to talk to you about guns. There have been some fascinating numbers uh, relating guns and first-time gun buyers. I'll share all that with you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.